0: you <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to The Backfire. It is your one-stop shop for all the culture that is pop. My name is John Harris, and I am joined here with my lovely co-host.
1: Morgan Culver.
0: There we go. I pointed out to her on FaceTime. Yes. Uh, and like I said, welcome back to The Backfire, your one-stop shop for all the culture that's pop. Uh, Morgan, how you doing?
1: I'm doing good, John. Should we tell them about what we just did?
0: <laughs> I guess we can. Uh, we just recorded the episode yes. prior to this one.
1: So... That's fun.
0: You know what happened at the beginning of that episode, too? What happened? We sh- got to shout out our guy, Kalen. OMG! So, uh, Morgan, tell them about our, our man, Kalen.
1: So, if you guys don't know, Kalen is the guy who produced the music that you guys hear at the beginning of the podcast. He has an Instagram. It is K.plugs. so it's p l u g z. and in his Instagram bio, he has a link tree that directs you to all of his beats his soundcloud all of that so go check him out because he is fire
0: yeah me and morgan just recorded the episode before this which will be yes. episode nine we just recorded that about 10 minutes ago and now we're doing episode uh 10 mm-hmm. right now that'll hopefully go out this friday we're recording this tuesday january 23rd and this friday will be oh math is hard the 26th right it's hard yes yeah, so <laughs> 26 january 26th you good morgan i'm good all right so uh yeah, Morgan, do me a favor. What's up? Open up Spotify. Open up Spotify. All right. Yes. We're going to name a different song. We're not going to name the same song. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, uh, Morgan, let me let me take it away here. I have okay. a song that I really want people to listen to. Shout it out. Uh, last thing I was listening to, mm-hmm. wink, wink, uh, was Bobby Socks by Green Bobby Day. Sox. Green Day finally dropped their new album finally. called Saviors. Uh, yeah. They dropped it about a week ago, I think, when mm. we were recording this. But Bobby Socks, it's the third one just a good old rock song, baby. Good I love old it. old rock song. That's great. And Morgan, what about you?
1: Last song I listened to, or a song I just want to shout out, is Chocolate Rain by Flo Millie. I love Flo Millie. She's one of my favorite rappers, period. And every song she's on, she absolutely eats up. So I need everybody to go tune in to Flo Millie because she deserves so much more hype. Thank you. Shout out Flo
0: Millie. Shout, shout out, out Flo Millie. Millie. And shout out Gonna yeah. uh, Morgan, uh yes. this episode is all about wrestling. All about wrestling. So for those who know, I'm a big wrestling fan and I've mentioned my wrestling fandom on uh the podcast before. And when mm-hmm. I say wrestling I don't mean like amateur, like mat wrestling. I mean WWE professional wrestling, which I know I'm a big old nerd. <laughs> And a little side disclaimer, you're probably going to hear me sipping on some water and you're probably going to hear this old creaky chair that I'm sitting in creak a lot, so I apologize for that. But uh, I have this little disclaimer here and I just wanted to go ahead and preface the episode. Uh, Disclaimer, we will be talking about pro wrestling. So if you don't like it, go listen to another episode of our podcast or go listen to another podcast itself. But listen to our podcast. Please listen to our podcast. (laughs) Uh, We will only be discussing WWE. We may mention other wrestling companies such as AEW, All Elite Wrestling, ROH, Ring of Honor, uh, NJPW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, PWG, and Stardom. We may mention them, but we're going to be mainly focusing on WWE as, as it is more ever-present in current pop culture. Because I didn't want to just do an episode where I just ramble about wrestling for an hour. I wanted to at least talk about how in the current times of 2023 and 2024, WWE is on fire. Yes. And they're very ever-present in pop culture. One sip of water. Alright. So, Morgan, I have a question for you. What's up? We're gonna imagine you didn't see any of the stuff I told you to watch, <laughs> but what do you know about wrestling? What what do you just know All about wrestling off the cuff? What does
1: Morgan know about wrestling? So <clears throat> to be honest, I don't know much. Um I know there are different factions and like levels, but I don't know what they are. Um
0: Define what do you mean by factions? That's what that, like, that confuses me.
1: Confusing. Okay. I'm sorry. Like, I think there are different levels. So I know there's like WWE, and then there's another three letter acronym one. And then you have people, I think, performing at different levels. And WWE is like one of the highest levels or the highest.
0: What I think you're talking about is, you know, WWE is the whole company. Okay. And then there's uh, NXT, I think is what. NXT, about. yes, yes. So yes. NXT was it was and kind of still is WWE's developmental company. Okay. And they still form underneath them. They're still a WWE company, but that's the developmental thing where they take in people from the independents or people who are just now getting into wrestling, train them up, and teach them you know how to be wrestlers okay, at the highest okay. level Okay. Okay. So that I thought you were referring to like oh yeah WWE and AEW and ROH. Yeah. If you said that on Twitter, you'd probably get. Murdered. Oh, in, oh no, um, that's not, sorry, that's not what I'm trying now. to do. <laughs> wrestling fans are the worst. Oh As a wrestling fan, I can say wrestling fans are the worst. <laughs> yeah. So, what else do you know about uh, like wrestling, wrestling? Or just WWE in general?
1: So, when it comes to like personal experiences, I know when my cousin Xavier, shout out to Xavier, was younger, he shout really liked wrestling. Thank you. So, majority of what I got to know in the mainstream was because of him. And John Cena was always brought up during that time. I think John Cena yeah. was his favorite wrestler um mm-hmm. my daddy also likes wrestling when he was little he used to want to be a wrestler so yeah. we occasionally watch some matches if they happen to be on um because of him i know people like hulk hogan and the undertaker which are like i know are very big yeah. um as far as identifying current wrestlers i know yeah. rhea ripley and jay cargill yeah rhea, Ripley's awesome. <laughs> rhea ripley awesome jay cargill
0: is my girl mm-hmm. uh so, yeah, Morgan, that's what you know about wrestling, yeah. but if I may take the reins and let me talk about my experience of pro wrestling. Of course. If I may. So, Morgan, I have been watching pro wrestling for about 10 years. Okay. And it's a little bit, little more than 10 years because I started watching, I, I actually don't remember the first time I started watching wrestling. I know the rough time period. It was late 2012, early 2013 mm-hmm. is when I first started watching wrestling, and that's when I fell in love with it, and yes, it's... Like I say to my friends, sweaty men and women in their underwear play fighting. <laughs> and people think it's silly and stupid. And, like, I I hold such a deep respect for the sport. Yes, mm-hmm. they're not actually punching each other. But it is still a performance that yeah. you just take in and you appreciate. And even when I was a kid, when kayfabe, which is wrestling speak for, you know, the story in characters. Kayfabe okay. is the story, the characters, the fake people.
2: Okay.
0: So in the story universe in kayfabe. Back when kayfabe was still alive for me, I loved wrestling. And then when I learned, you know, wrestling is fake, and that's not actually, uh, I think of someone who has a known real name in wrestling. Uh, That's not Cody Rhodes out there. That's Cody Runnels, and that's not Seth Rollins. That's Colby Lopez, if they're listening to this episode, which I'm going to tell them to listen to this episode, too. (laughs) If they hear this, uh, I hope it's not weird that I know your real names. (laughs) And that's not Becky Lynch. That's Rebecca Quinn. It's okay. I'll Mm -hmm. stop now. Uh, once I found out that it was fake, not necessarily fake, where that it wasn't real, real, it wasn't real. It wasn't real right. people and real stories. It was you know, fake stories, but real performances and action and gymnastics and all that. It's when I found a deep appreciation for it for, because these people are doing this at an extreme level. Very mm-hmm. extreme. You know, five days a week, four days a week, however their schedules work, and... I'm not going to act like I know what it's like to be in that business. I don't travel, I don't wrestle. I've never wrestled, but I still understand that it takes a toll on their bodies and Of course. we've lost many beautiful and amazing wrestlers early in their lives because mm-hmm. of the damage they put themselves through. So mm-hmm. but <laughs> I started watching wrestling in late 2012, early 2013, and I've kept up with it ever since. Uh I did stop watching in like 2018-2019, not because I chose to, just because I think high school just caught up with me and I was just yes. a little too busy. Of course. And then
1: as it I does. finally started getting
0: back into it in my senior year of high school and then going into college, mm-hmm. I got way into it and I met a lot of great wrestling fans here at VSU as well and just mm-hmm. some other friends online. So I've been watching wrestling for better part of like 10, 12 years and it's been an amazing experience. Uh, but... The reason I wanted to do this episode is because I have a very special trip coming up.
1: Yes. John has a so, very special, amazing, exciting thing happening for yes. him.
0: So this is where I'll be a little bit vulnerable here. Uh, I, John Harris, this February, which I believe it's, I think it's Valentine's Day. is actually the day that marks it. I will be six years cancer free. So uh, I am a pediatric cancer survivor. I don't like, I like, I, I talk about it. It's just not something I like to boast about because my battle was very short. Of mm-hmm. So it was about a four or five month battle uh, of pediatric cancer. It was a Hodgkin's lymphoma, uh, stage two type B. Morgan, do you know what uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma is?
1: Something to do with your lymph nodes.
0: Yeah. So it is cancer of the lymph nodes? And mm-hmm. if you don't know what lymph nodes are, think of it like border patrol for your body. Yes. So I had a Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is... There are two types of Hodgkin's lymphoma. There's Hodgkin's lymphoma. Then there's non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Non-Hodgkin's is more deadly. Thankfully, oh. I had Hodgkin's lymphoma. And mm-hmm. when I was told about it, I had an 80% success rate of being cured. Oh, thank God. And uh, we did it fast and hard. Uh, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> we did fast and hard treatment and uh, started in, trying to think, November twenty. Heading into six years. Uh, it was November 2017 is when I found out. I started treatment like right in December
1: mm-hmm.
0: and found out February 2018 I was good.
1: Yes. Oh, quick. So it was oh, about God. a
0: four-month battle, yeah. six months, if we're being honest, because I was going back and forth to doctors and all this. Mm-hmm. For those who know the Georgia area, I lived in Albany at the time. We were going back and forth between... Parts of Florida to Macon, which is where I got treated, which Eesh. Macon is about two hours from Morgan, yeah. no, two hours from Albany. Morgan is what I mean to say <laughs> yes. Try not to get too rambly here. But uh, right after I was announced in remission and, you know, which was, I believe, Valentine's Day,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you would think I would know my own dates of when I was cancer free. But it's been <laughs> so long and something I don't I try not to think about, uh-huh. but I'm going into six years. But initially, when I was announced into remission, they were like, hey. Sign this paperwork. We're going to get you in contact with Make-A-Wish to get you a wish. Now, at this time, I was like 16, 15, 16. Right. And my wish has bounced around a bunch. And it was when I got in college when, you know, COVID was still a thing. Mm -hmm. Because I I got in college uh, late 2021, early 2022 was my freshman year. I was like, man, my wish keeps changing because COVID is still a thing. I can't go to all these different movie sets, which was my initial wish. Yeah. I wanted to go to a bunch of these films that they're like, hey, we're going to let you go to the the set of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, but then COVID got in the way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So then about a year ago, I called my Make-A-Wish lady in New Jersey because I'm with Make-A-Wish New Jersey. Long story. Uh, <laughs> uh, Make-A-Wish lady, I'm not going to say your name because I don't want to say anything unconfidential, but if you're listening to this, I love you. You're so amazing.
1: Shout out John's Make-A-Wish uh, lady.
0: I told, shout out John's Make-A-Wish lady. <laughs> uh, I told her... Listen, I'm getting older. I want to get this done now. I don't want to keep waiting.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I didn't want to sound. I, I know I sound bratty when I say that, and sound like I want it now. And I just wanted to. I just wanted it because yeah. I was tired of waiting. It's been five years, six years almost. Uh, I had said, I obviously wanted to go see a film produce a film production, go on set, see how everyone's doing their thing.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: I also love wrestling. Is there any way I can mix both of those together? and go to a WWE event and see how they do their live production and maybe, you know, get to go be- behind the scenes. makes a little bit of the childhood dream of wrestling with the adulthood dream of, you know, Oh, film I production. love
1: that. Yes.
0: So I threw that idea out there. Two weeks later, my Make-A-Wish lady, shout out her again, mm-hmm. called me and said, hey, we're finally going to move ahead with this. Yay! We talked with WWE. They seem very much interested in doing this. And fun fact, you're the only person to ever ask for this. You just made your own category. Of that
1: is action. so cool. So I'm the
0: first ever one. I remember that day I had happy tears in my eyes Mm -hmm. and it was a great day. And then that was fall sophomore year. I am now in spring semester junior year. So it's been like two whole, a year and a half of school years, if we want to think about it like that. Mm -hmm. So finally, after trying to figure out what events I wanted to go to, back this past December, December twenty three. I said, hey, Make-A-Wish lady, <laughs> the Royal Rumble usually happens in January and it's always happened in Texas for like the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. If it's happening again in Texas because they hadn't announced the day of when it was happening, could I go to the Rumble? Because I could have gone to WrestleMania, which is WWE's biggest show of the year, but they said it would be a group thing and I would be with a bunch of kids.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I would rather do something more on my own
2: because yeah. I
0: didn't want to... I didn't want to be like a 20-year-old kid with a bunch of like <laughs> six, seven-year-olds who think John Cena is a real guy. Yes. So three days later, after I got off the phone with her, they announced the Royal Rumble would be happening in Tampa, which mm. is four hours from where we are in Valdosta. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, what if I go to the Rumble? She said, thank you for letting me know. I'll talk to the, my people. Cool. A couple of weeks go by. I'm doing class. Uh, one of my professors here, you know him. I do. Uh. He had asked me, like, hey, did you ever find out if you're going to the Rumble? Because he's also a wrestling fan. And I said, they haven't called me yet. I hope I am. One hour later, after he asked me, wow. the make wish lady called me and said, hey, you're going to the Rumble. <gasps> oh I my That gosh. was such a good day. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to the Royal Rumble. All of that, just to say, I'm going to the Royal Rumble here in Tampa, Florida. Royal Rumble
2: 2024.
0: Woo! I'm very excited to be going. Uh, I thought I would be at least... Everyone knows why I'm going. I'm, it's part of my Make-A-Wish.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I actually leave in two days to go down there. It's this Saturday, but you know, obviously we're recording this on a Tuesday, so I'm heading down Thursday. Friday is going to be our free day where I hang out with my family. Mm-hmm. Saturday night is the event, Then I come back Sunday morning. Wow. So I'm very excited. Packed weekend. All Yay! that all that, just to explain I'm getting a Make-A-Wish. Sorry. <laughs> uh, obviously, this is something I'm very proud of, and this is obviously mm-hmm. something I'm passionate about. I, I just don't like talking about my – cancer history not the fact that I just don't like talking about it because it brings up bad memories it does but mm-hmm. it's something I've moved past it's just that it's a little bit of an imposter syndrome and this is going to be the first time I'm, me and Morgan are like
1: yeah
0: I'm going to get real with you Morgan if okay. there's a little bit of imposter syndrome there where my battle was so short it didn't feel like I actually yeah, earned anything I can understand
1: that yeah
0: <laughs> but moving past it and thinking back on all the the bad stuff that happened during mm-hmm. you know my treatment sleepless nights constant sickness i I definitely earned this yeah, you definitely so definitely i'm very excited to finally go this is gonna be my first wwe event because i've been watching wwe since i was you know like 12 yes you've earned this 12 John. 10 9 however old i was so morgan enough about that <laughs> enough about me we're actually gonna get into this whole podcast what i want to talk about wrestling in the mainstream as of like 2022 and
1: 2024
0: yes let's get into it so I know I wrote on here in the script, uh, wrestling in the mainstream of 2024 and 2020, 2022 to 2024, I meant to write 2023 to 2024. So we're gonna talk about the past year.
2: Okay.
0: So actually, no, we'll talk about 2022. I know, I remember why I wrote this down. So okay. I'm not gonna get into the nitty gritty. Uh, I can talk about, I can explain to Morgan afterwards, but uh, summer 2022, this is heading into my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Uh. Some stuff happened in WWE internally, and the entire company had a little shakeup.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Then one year later, uh, so this is now 2023, uh, Endeavor, which is UFC's parent company, bought okay. WWE. So now, WWE is owned by Endeavor, UFC, mm-hmm. and they have merged into a new company called TKO Holdings. TKO. So this is last semester is when they actually formed. They were bought... Like, early 2023, but Mm -hmm. they became a company, obviously, around August, I believe. Mm -hmm. This is just me guessing off the top of my head. I know it was recent. And, oops, sorry to say my mic. (laughs) (laughs) And ever since then, WWE has been on fire with increased pop culture relevance. And even before they joined into a new company with Endeavor and UFC, they had been expanding into the pop culture. And I have a couple Mm -hmm. of things listed here that I want to talk to Morgan about. Yes. So, WWE is on fire right now, and I believe this. They have top draws, mass audience interest, and increased relevance in pop culture. And I have a couple things listed here, Morgan, if you would mm-hmm. like to list these out.
1: Okay. So, WWE bringing influencer Logan Paul and making him U.S. champion.
0: All right. Uh, Pat McAfee has been collaborating and commentating for the past five years. And it's okay. not like a everyday thing, but he has collaborated over the past five years, and it's been great.
1: Mm-hmm. cm punk returning and making headlines which is something that john had me watch so that's pretty cool uh
0: the rock recently this was mm-hmm. the so january 1st was the first episode of raw of 2024 and there have been rumors a former wwe champion was showing up and guess who it was it was oh. the rock so uh uh the rock making a return to wwe and seemingly setting up a match to face roman reigns his real life cousin
1: that's pretty For cool. his,
0: at the time of recording this, 1,240 day reign. So 1,240 day reign as undisputed WWE Universal Champion. Wow. I know it's listed as a different date on uh, here, Morgan, but mm-hmm. as I just checked, it's 1,240. Okay. Jeez. So 1,240 days as champion, which is unheard of. Uh, <laughs> so yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, WWE has also been boasting record numbers for revenue, viewership, and ticket sales.
1: WWE has become present in pop culture since their merger with UFC into TKO Holdings.
0: And this is something also we need to get into. Uh, WWE's recent expansion into other countries. For example, uh, WWE Backlash 2023 took place in Puerto Rico Headlined by Bad Bunny, we'll get which back is to that.
1: Which
0: yes. Uh, Elimination Chamber 2024, which will be the next premium live event WWE does, will be taking mm-hmm. place in Perth, Australia in February. Wow. If anyone in the U.S. wants to wake up and watch that, or anyone in North America wants to wake up and watch that, they have to watch it at 5.30 in the morning. Jesus. I'm not watching it at 5.30 in the morning, <laughs> obviously. Uh, and, and Bash in Berlin, set to take place in 2024, we don't know when, In Berlin, Germany, and this is one I didn't even write down. This was announced last semester as well. Okay. Backlash 2024. So this Mm -hmm. is, Backlash 2023 was in Puerto Rico. Backlash 2024 will be taking place in France. Wow. Global. So this will be, so Bash in Berlin and uh, Backlash 2024 are going to be the first time WWE has ever had a show in Germany and France respectively. That's incredible. So good for them. Mm -hmm. But going through this list, there are some things I want to talk about. All right. Uh, WWE bringing in influencer Logan Paul. So in 2022, they brought in Logan Paul as just like a side character. A hello, hi, okay. this guy's an influencer. Then the shifting of the guard happened. And they started bringing in... They brought in Logan Paul for one match before they even signed him. Okay. And for a celebrity match, he did really well. Obviously, he's already fit and he does YouTube boxing. Boxing in air quotes. <laughs> Logan Paul, don't get upset with me. <laughs> he does... His boxing, and you know what? He's always been in good shape, so he did far better than anyone expected him to. Mm -hmm. Then they announced that they had signed him to a contract, and he had his first singles match last summer at SummerSlam against The Miz, and who doggy, it was really good. Wow. And I say last summer. I mean summer 2022 is when this happened. So summer 2022, he had his first match against The Miz, a personal favorite of mine. Mm -hmm. And then he... That was only his first ever singles match, his All second right. match ever with WWE. His third match ever, he wrestled uh, Roman Reigns, who at that time was, like, almost at 1,000 days as champion. Yeah. okay. In Saudi Arabia.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: WWE has a deal with Saudi Arabia, Morgan, where they hold a couple events. They It's like a 10-year deal that they signed back okay. in 2018.
2: Okay.
0: I'm not going to get into the political uh, conversations of that. That is a whole other topic for a whole other day. Mm-hmm. But Logan Paul in his third match ever went the distance with Roman Reigns, who was the Saudi the number one guy yeah. in Saudi Arabia and blew everyone away because and I'll say this as a wrestling fan, it was Roman Reigns' best match of 2023. Wow. Like, 2022 is when it happened. Mm-hmm. So or it was twenty twenty three. I keep forgetting. It's been a roller coaster a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul was fantastic, far better than anyone ever expected him to.
2: Hmm.
0: He took place in a couple other matches, and most recently at the most recent Saudi Arabia show, Logan Paul wrestled uh, wrestling legend Rey Mysterio and became the United States champion. Are you serious? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. So Logan Paul has been the U.S. champ since November, I believe.
1: He's taking over. And
0: yeah, and I think this is really good for WWE as since they've been partnering with uh, Logan Paul... Mm -hmm since, you know, Logan Paul is ever present in social media with his brand Prime with KSI and also his podcast, putting the belt on him is bringing in outside viewers in. Yes. Because, hey, I like Logan Paul and Prime, says some random 12-year-old. <laughs> Who's <laughs> this on his podcast? Oh, Randy right. Orton? Some wrestler? What's that he's holding? The WWE US Championship? Man, I like Logan Paul. Let me check out WWE, see why he's doing this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So from a business perspective, it's great. And Absolutely. as... From a wrestling perspective, putting the U.S. title on him is also really good because it lets the title stay away for a little bit, so whenever it's on TV, it's more sought after. Right. And when I wrote this, it wasn't even confirmed yet. Uh, At the Royal Rumble, which is the event I'm going to, Logan Paul will be wrestling one of my favorite wrestlers, Kevin Owens, for the U.S. title. Wow. So I'm really excited. I'm hopefully going to get to meet Logan Paul. I'll be so crazy. (laughs) So all that being said wwe bringing in influencer logan paul and making him a u.s champion is a really good thing from a business perspective mm-hmm. so do you killing. have any notes on that
1: i need to watch some of his matches i would ever thought of logan paul becoming a wrestler but based on what you're saying he's, he's really good. good yeah so I a lot of the praise he's that, getting
0: yeah. a lot of the praise he's getting is not just yeah he's really good for a celebrity mm-hmm. but also he's putting in the work and he's wrestling like a vet He's wow. wrestling like a 10-year veteran.
1: And he just started. That's insane.
0: Yeah, so he's only on match five. He doesn't wrestle every week like a lot of wrestlers do. He okay. only wrestles whenever they ask him to. Okay. But even, but still, he's wrestling like a 10-year vet. And this is something I'm going to make you watch in his most recent match, which was the one in Saudi Arabia against Rey Mysterio. Okay. There was a moment when Rey Mysterio jumped off the middle rope into a backflip moonsault.
2: Mm.
0: And both of them, they both admitted they did this wrong. Rey Mysterio didn't get enough turn, and Logan was too far back. What Logan did is he leapt forward a little bit, caught Rey on his shoulder, like a fireman's carry kind of. Okay. So he caught him on his shoulder. Rey Mysterio is a very small man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So he caught him, and instead of, like, fumbling or doing anything or just, like, waiting, Logan snapped instantly and put it into a transitional move.
1: That's incredible. So he saved
0: Ray from dropping right on his neck and you know, right. potentially paralyzing himself, and flipped that into a you know a counter move. If you're going to talk wrestling,
2: mm-hmm. which
0: not even new wrestlers can do wow. on the spot, he thought of a way to transition that mess up into a real move.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And everyone was giving him praise. And
1: That's very clear. Better mentality right there. That's good.
0: I know I've been rambling about Logan Paul for like what seven minutes, but he deserves <laughs> this praise. Yeah. This is my episode, guys. This is my episode. Yes. This is John's. This is mine.
1: John's tangent. <laughs>
0: uh, I'll quickly go through these. Pat McAfee had been working with WWE since 2018, just kind of like on the sides commentary because he's always loved wrestling. Mm-hmm. And they brought him in for a couple celebrity matches. And he was doing, uh, commentary full time during, uh, late 2022 and early 2023. Okay. And, uh,. It was great, I loved it. And Pat McAfee's a great person.
1: Mm.
0: Now, this is something I had you look into, Morgan. So CM Punk. it is. CM Punk was a wrestler back when I first started watching in 2012, 2013, 2014. Mm -hmm. He left wrestling and him and WWE have never had a good uh, experience. They've always had bad juju. Yeah. As I will say. So in 2021, which was my freshman year, CM Punk signed to AEW, All Elite Wrestling, a completely different wrestling company, Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to get into that. (laughs) Uh, After stuff that happened, Mm -hmm. rumors and reports and all this other stuff, uh, CM Punk was, to quote the actual thing, he was fired from AEW. His contract was terminated. Okay. Mr. CM Punk, if you're listening to this, uh, I'm just going off what I saw, released (laughs) by AEW. Uh, he was terminated from his contract, and after many, many things happened. Uh, then two months later, I made you watch this, at the yes. end of Survivor Series War Games 2023, CM Punk made his shock return. No one thought it would ever happen because there had always been this public uh, bad-mouthing and just, I would never want to work there. I, mm-hmm. All these people I don't like. Mr. CM Punk, if you're listening to this, I'm just going off what is out there in the media. (laughs) So, no one ever thought it would happen, and then it happened. It was genuinely one of the most shocking things I've ever seen in wrestling, Mm -hmm. and I've seen a lot. So, when CM Punk made his return, it was covered by everybody—not just like wrestling news sites or like sports news sites. Everyone covered it. Mm -hmm. Like, like the Today Show even covered it. Everyone was talking about it. Everybody was talking about it. And then, uh, obviously, like I said, The Rock recently made his return to WWE as just like a one-time setup. I was like, hey, I'm The Rock, yada, yada, the hey, people's yada. champ. Rock. Are you smelling what The Rock is cooking? Eat a dude up. <laughs> Yay, everyone's feeling good. But uh, he also teased a match with Roman Reigns, who, like I said, is 1,240 days into a reign mm-hmm. as a undisputed WWE Universal Champion. Speaking of The Rock, this is not on our script, so Morgan is just now hearing this for the first time. Take okay. a second to catch my breath. Yeah, right, yeah. Who, <laughs> today, uh, January 23rd, Tuesday, The Rock announced that he is now on the board of directors for TKO Holdings.
1: Wow.
0: So not just WWE, TKO Holdings. TKO, yeah. And wow. now with this new partnership. Uh He now also owns the trademark The Rock, so he can now call himself The Rock publicly and make money off of The Rock.
1: He hasn't been doing that the entire time?
0: I mean, he may have gone by like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Uh maybe, but that's why in in every movie he's always credited as Dwayne Johnson, Johnson. not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, I didn't know that. So WWE always owned that trademark, but now he owns it now. Now he owns it.
1: That's good, yeah. So
0: that's really good, and he appeared on, I believe it was SportsCenter today, I'm not sure who it was but he even teased wanting a match at WrestleMania with Roman Reigns. Like Mm -hmm. I said, WrestleMania is their biggest show of the year. Mm -hmm. And last year, WrestleMania 39, because we're going into WrestleMania 40 in 2024, WrestleMania 39 was set in Hollywood and was supposed to be Roman versus Rock, but it fell through last minute, which they had to pivot over to a different guy, Cody Rhodes, who was my favorite. Mm -hmm. So that was announced today and that was crazy. Then I'm like, okay, this can't get any crazier. Then Morgan. Then, well, oh, this is the big WWE news. and Netflix announced that Monday Night Raw, which is you know one of the shows they do every yeah. week, which is the is the longest uh, running episodic wrestling no longest episodic show
2: okay. in all of
0: TV, not just wrestling of all shows all longest shows. longest running episodic weekly television show. It's going to be strictly strictly exclusively streamed on Netflix in 2025. Wow. And that's for, what The Rock that's, said. That's and it was Rock confirmed. Said. Yeah, oh. was, like The Rock is the one who made the announcement, but it's been confirmed that in January 2025, Raw will be moving exclusively to streaming only on Netflix.
1: Only on Netflix and no more like live, no more.
0: Just okay. No one knows how it's going to work yet, but it sounds okay. like Netflix is dipping their toe into live TV.
1: Oh, okay, because I was wondering about and that. And
0: it seems like it's going to be like the permanent home for Raw for like everyone, from the huh. U.S. to Canada to Mexico to Latin America to everywhere
1: so it's more easily viewable by everybody.
0: yes which i don't know okay. how that's going to work with peacock's current deal mm-hmm. but the they have talked about this the deal is valued at five billion dollars
1: with a b okay yes which is wow. funny
0: because netflix is not making much money right. but we're not get to that. <laughs> so uh those two pieces of news dropped today the rock joining pko yeah, really and also once again teasing netflix. a match with roman and the five billion dollar deal yeah. with Netflix, which is gonna be starting wow. January twenty twenty five.
1: That's exciting.
0: <sighs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's
1: really exciting.
0: <laughs> WWE is on fire mm-hmm. and they're ever presenting pop culture and I think this is another reason. TKO just TK TKO Holdings just, you know, became a company not yeah. too long ago. The Rock just now joined the board of directors.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um there is been increased pop culture relevance uh, with, you know, different wrestlers showing up at different events and all this and that. So, yeah, <laughs> I think that's that's a good thing to cover, Morgan. What do, you, what do you think about all that I just explained? I know it was a lot.
1: It was a lot, but I think it's absolutely incredible. And I'd like to think it's because of the audience coming back up with, like, wrestling. People are starting to tune in again. So a lot of yes. this new stuff is coming out. I think that's mm-hmm. really good. And with that comes a whole brand new audience because you're – doing these very big things and now people are going to be even more interested i think that's really cool
0: yeah and they're tapping into all these different markets going yeah. back to logan paul exactly by putting the championship on him and having him you know wrestle and also having wrestlers show up on his podcast and while mm. on his podcast yes he talks to wrestlers every now and then he's still talking to like israel adesanya and uh TikTok people he's talking to everybody <laughs> but bringing in the wwe relevance and yeah. Putting this title on him is bringing in new exposure. eyes to this product. Yeah, and uh same thing with Backlash 2023 in Puerto Rico, Elimination mm-hmm. Chamber in Australia, and Bash in Berlin, and Backlash 24 being in France. uh The fr- I think I'm pretty sure this is the last time. The last time WWE was in Puerto Rico was like the early 2000s. Okay, and obviously times have changed. Yeah. Bash in Berlin, WWE has never been in Germany. Uh, They went to Australia in 2018, and if I'm going to be honest here, WWE in 2018 was not good. (laughs) So tapping into this market Mm -hmm. and showing that the shows are good, they're going to make a bunch of money.
1: This is like a very good business strategy, it seems, Mm -hmm. for WWE. I think that's very good. They're making all the right moves, and it's seeming like they're going to be in pop culture for a lot longer than people may have
0: thought. Yes. WWE has not been, or WWE, but also wrestling itself, has not been this engrossed in pop culture since the early 2000s, -hmm. mainly with WWE versus WCW, which is a whole other topic for a whole other story. (laughs) Morgan, I will definitely tell you one day.
2: Okay.
0: But uh, what was I going to talk about? Wrestling in the mainstream is back, and I love it. And I'm glad that I'm not just talking about, yay, wrestling, suplexes, and all this, but we're talking about (laughs) it in a business and pop culture perspective. That's what I really love.
1: Which is what our podcast is about.
0: (laughs) So, (laughs) now we're going to get into the fun part of this podcast. Morgan. Yes. I know you've never watched any wrestling, so viewers, what or viewers, I say listeners, what I have Morgan do is I gave her four things to watch. Yes. Two YouTube videos and two wrestling matches. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So... Morgan, imagining you hadn't seen these yet, what were you expecting me to give you?
1: I expected you to give me some matches because that just made sense to me. And I thought you were going to give me something with Rhea Ripley because we both know that I like Rhea Ripley.
0: So, She's so beautiful. Rhea, yes. if you're listening to this, Mommy, I love you. That's what She, she goes by Mommy now, M-A-M-I, Mommy. Mommy, listen, if you're listening to this, I love you.
1: I also love you. I think you're very, 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 very cool. So, I love you more. I love you more. I'm gonna John see. You probably both, does love maybe. you a lot more though. I'm not I'm even gonna, gonna see see you you. act like you do I'm
0: probably gonna see you. Yeah. And if I tell you to listen to this podcast and you actually listen to it, uh, you may have already met me. And if not, uh, call me. <laughs> listen, Rhea, I know you and Dom Dom are yeah, doing stuff. Just, I'm to, uh, sure just call like
2: me.
0: She is engaged. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, buddy, buddy, listen, buddy. Uh, please don't. Please yeah. don't hurt me, because I've wrestler. seen you. You, you are, yeah. uh, you are huge. huge. You are jacked, buddy. Uh, please don't rip me in half. Anyways, <laughs> so you thought I was going to give you some Rhea Ripley stuff. What else yeah. did you think I was going to give you? Uh,
1: matches, Rhea Ripley. Um, I don't think you knew that I liked Jade Car- Cargill. So, yes. Yeah, so I not Jade I Cargill,
0: yeah. also recently signing with WWE, made bounds. Because she was, yes. she was a part of AEW. She was a part of AEW, but then she... Left her contract, she, and now she, she like works for WWE. Is she with WWE now? Like,
1: that's how that works? No,
0: like, so she is signed with them. She just hasn't wrestled any matches yet because oh, she's still in training. Okay.
1: okay, okay, okay.
0: And to quote WWE here, uh, through no fault of her own, she was not as experienced as they wanted her to be, so they sent her okay. back down to get some training up because she had only been wrestling, she, when she started wrestling with AEW is when she first started wrestling. Okay. Back in 2020, I think, is when she started. Oh, that's recent. Okay. And everyone's expecting her to actually make an appearance at this uh, year's Royal Rumble.
1: Oh my God! Because when goodness. they first signed
0: her, she was just making oh. appearances on all the different TV shows and then uh-huh. eventually just stopped because she was training. Because okay. she needs to get better in the ring.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm not
0: saying she's not good in the ring. It's just like they're saying she needs to get better.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Let her get better. Yeah. So everyone's expecting her to be in this year's Royal Rumble, which would be How exciting.
1: Awesome. Yeah, that's very cool.
0: Jade, I love you. I love you, Jade. I
1: also love you. I, I think I love you more than John okay. yeah. So you.
0: Okay. So anything else you thought I was going to give you?
1: Something, well, I don't want to giveaway well actually no i can't say this i thought you were going to give me something with john cena because i feel like john cena is just the known wrestler and he would john like cena to... is the wwe yeah. guy for being so, honest
0: he's mr wwe in a way exactly
1: so i definitely thought you were going to give me something with john cena because that's someone i could easily um identify
0: and i may have yes. but uh <laughs> let's actually get into what i gave uh morgan yeah, we're going go to go down the list it. here so we're going to start okay. with the two youtube videos actually we're okay. going to start with the cm punk youtube video because that one's okay. Something we're going to talk about. So CM Punk returns at Survivor Series Wargames 2023.
2: Hmm.
0: And this is me saying this. The most shocking return that people both did and didn't see coming. CM Punk returned and re-signed with WWE after nearly a decade. Relations with Punk and WWE were publicly brought up and it was known neither side favored the other. Yes. When this happened, I was watching it with my brother.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I was shocked because I like kind of expected it to happen because he had just left AEW and there was rumored bad juju there and he said he would only come back to WWE if, quoting him here, there was a big enough bag. Real. At the end of Survivor Series 2023, yeah. Triple H did his known thing of throwing up the copyright logo that you see at the end of every broadcast.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I was like, okay, show's over, because the little thing was in the bottom right corner. Show's over. Then it went away, and I was like, what's going on? And then his music hit.
2: Oh.
0: It went crazy. The entire place went crazy.
2: Yeah. And
0: like the past two weeks leading up to that, There had been rumors. Hey, is it going to happen? Hey, is it going to happen? There was this thing in the main event where it was like five on five and the fourth Mm -hmm. guy hadn't, or sorry, the fifth guy for one of the teams hadn't been found yet. They're like, oh, is it going to be CM Punk? Is it going to be CM Punk? Or is it Mm going to be Randy Orton? Mm -hmm. So then a week before the match, they actually announced Randy Orton was returning after like 18 months out of being out because he had really bad back surgery. Okay. Because they were like, okay, CM Punk's never going to sign with us. Let's just announce Randy Orton so we don't get... So people don't get upset with us in case it's not CM Punk. Cool. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, the rumor started coming out. I'm just going off rumors. Sorry about the dirt sheets. If the dirt sheets get mad at me, (laughs) the dirt sheets are wrestling news that no one likes. Okay. That uh, CM Punk actually, like, re-signed. He re-signed with WWE, like, a couple days before the event. Mm -hmm. So then no one was expecting it. Randy Orton made his return that had been pre-announced, which everyone was not a fan of. Yeah. And, this, and the reason they pre-announced it is because CM Punk hadn't signed yet, and they think he would never sign. Okay. Then CM Punk signed. He showed up at Survivor Series 2023. Mm-hmm. Everyone went crazy. But like like I said, leading up to it, people were like, oh, it's not happening. Oh, yeah. this thing happened. Oh, Pretty it's not happening. Oh, air. this thing happened. Oh, it's not happening. The thing that kind of sold it for me is that a week before the event, uh, Cult of Personality, which is a song we talked about on this podcast yes. before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, what wasn't what, what was I going to say? Released a Remaster of Yeah, Cult of Personality Living Color, the band yes. Uploaded a remaster of Cult of Personality though was a lot of words there Which is the song CM Punk uses for his yes. entrance theme
2: mm-hmm.
0: So then The remaster hit, CM Punk returns Crazy yeah. Place exploded Also because it was in his hometown of Chicago Ooh, so, that's perfect Enough about that. Morgan, what did you actually think of the return itself?
1: So, well, in my notes here, because I, of course, took notes. I have... Morgan took notes. Yes. (laughs) Colt's personality is such a good song. I wanted to shout out my dad for introducing me to it. But, yeah, that, that, the initial, like...
0: The pop, uh, as it's called in wrestling, when the crowd goes crazy. Yes. From silence to cheering, that's called a pop.
1: That was so huge. And then, like, the crowd was already very huge, so hearing that was absolutely insane and with this being a more recent video i think it really puts into perspective how popular wrestling is right now because you had such a huge crowd there and all this loud cheering and everybody was just so excited and that's only going to push more people to get back into wrestling or to start tuning into wrestling
0: Morgan, if you remember during episode eight, which yes. is when I first mentioned CM Punk, Survivor Series War Games, yeah. they sold out the show like two, three times. Yeah. Like they opened up, for example, 6,000 seats, sold them out immediately, opened up an extra 2,000. Those mm-hmm. sold out immediately, opened up another 2,000. It was a capacity crowd. Every seat was full. Yes. Which just goes to prove WWE is on fire right now. WWE is so back. So, so back. So the pop is crazy. It's one of the biggest pops. It's CM Punk did this back when he first debuted for AEW when he was away from wrestling for 7 long years. Mm-hmm. So, it's better than the AEW debut. I'm going to say that <laughs> cuz I'm a wrestling fan. So, let's move on to our other YouTube video. This one now, this one's more of a personal pick. It is. So, Morgan, I remember watching this on TV live. Oh wow, okay. So, the it's a YouTube video called mm-hmm. Connor the Crusher Maholic becoming the first Warrior Award recipient. Connor was a pediatric cancer patient who loved wrestling and got to meet his favorite wrestlers all time before his unfortunate passing in 2014 of pediatric brain cancer. Uh, He was honored with the Warrior Award, an award named after the Ultimate Warrior, a wrestling legend, who uh, unexpectedly passed the year prior. Following Connor's passing, Connor's Cure was a, a, uh, a fund to help further pediatric cancer research was founded and has continued to be supported by WWE to this day. That's amazing. So... I didn't know about Connor. Mm-hmm. We'll just call him Connor the Crusher. I did not know about Connor the Crusher back when he first did his stuff with WWE. It was like twenty thirteen is when they first started like, Hey, hey, this is Connor. He has pediatric cancer. We love him. We got mm-hmm. you got to go backstage and meet his favorite wrestlers. That was twenty thirteen when it happened. I didn't know about him at all until twenty fifteen when they announced the Warrior Award stuff, and I'm like, man, this kid is that's yes. rough. Yes. I remember watching that live. Morgan, what did you think about the Warrior Award recipient video?
1: Uh it made me emotional very emotional I was not expecting that to be like the first thing that I watched from you
0: so So, uh, I wasn't ready in that that. video (laughs) in that video he remember a bearded man with long brown hair Daniel Bryan Mm -hmm. he is my favorite wrestler of all time he's currently wrestling in AEW as Bryan Danielson because of that video and it was even before this that Daniel Bryan was like a fan favorite of mine Mm
2: -hmm.
0: this just solidified that Daniel Bryan is just special I love this man he's fantastic uh, it was that video that further cemented like this is why Daniel Bryan is the goat in my I mind. I actually
1: have that in my notes. Yeah.
0: He's so it was a really sad video, mm-hmm. and back then I didn't really understand what cancer was.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I know I was like ten, twelve, but I still didn't understand it. Right. So watching this, I was just like, man, that's really cool. Sucks the kid is, you know, he's yeah. passed. But now watching this back, as a almost twenty one year old about to go on his make a wish. It hits me in the feels
1: yeah I mean, of course
0: uh is it was really touching seeing all these different wrestlers you know talk about connor and just knowing that they made his dream come true mm-hmm. it genuinely hurt me <laughs> so wh- what do you think morgan i i want to get into what you think obviously it made um, you emotional.
1: touching back on the wrestlers i said it's clear the wrestlers that spoke in the video have a very like clear connection with him Mm -hmm. and i always appreciate when famous or known people are able to make genuine connection with their fans i think that makes wrestlers and wrestling as a whole just that much more personal and that much more special i think that's so important to have in like a franchise that's that's just absolutely wonderful Um, yeah and i'm
0: i'm happy that connor's cure that fund is still going still going to this day it's still they still do it uh Ever since its inception in like twenty fourteen, mm-hmm. when he passed, or I think it was late twenty fourteen, I don't remember specifically. They say in the video, mm-hmm. I think when he passed, but Connor loved Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. I love Daniel Bryan, and you know that poetry yeah. is a little—it's a little bittersweet in my mind. Uh, but just knowing that WWE will go through and go out of their way to make mm-hmm. this this kid. This little kid who is unfortunately suffering from a terrible, terrible thing. Yes. Feel so good. Absolutely. Put wonderful. a smile on my face. You're and a yeah. It 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 hurts to talk about. It does. It's just so sad. Gets you in but your feels. What I love about that video, and I hate to go onto this little tangent, is that WWE has always had a very good production space part of their, you know, stuff, and mm-hmm. all the videos they make are always super high quality and very good. And I like the video wasn't to mourn, it was to celebrate.
1: Yes, for sure.
0: It was a celebration video, and I finally found the song they used in that video, and I want to work that into my capstone project. It's oh. such a good song. Yeah. So, Connor the Crusher, forever. I love yes. you, man. Yes, uh,
1: Connor the Crusher, you sure are the Crusher. I think that's so cute would, that he has uh, his own wrestling name.
0: He would be 18 right now. Really? Jeez he passed in 2014 so he would uh-huh. be like 18 19 right now that was 10 years ago
1: r.i.p R. R. connor the crusher
0: rest in peace connor uh yes. so do you have any final thoughts about the uh connor the crusher becoming the first recipient of the warrior award Morgan? the
1: warrior award um i actually have the ultimate warrior that's a wrestler right? yeah the ultimate warrior The, is ultimate is the, one who passed, the and one who they passed. named the, the okay. warrior award i think it's great that they're preserving both of their names in such a special yes. way i absolutely love that
0: Yes. It's amazing. Uh, do you want to gracefully transition over <laughs> to the two matches I made you watch? Let's
1: gracefully transition.
0: <laughs> so, uh, we're going to talk about Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. So, this is another thing I wanted Morgan to watch. Uh, yes. So, Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest at Backlash 2024. This is one of the two matches I wanted Morgan to watch.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, to quote WWE and I guess all the news outlets, quote, the most streamed artist in the world, end quote, Bad Bunny hosted Backlash 2023 from his hometown of San Juan, Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. At the show, Bad Bunny challenged Damian Priest, the man who tag-teamed with Bad Bunny two years prior at WrestleMania 37, which is when Bad Bunny did his first wrestling match, Mm -hmm. to a, quote, San Juan street fight, which is a street fight they did in San Juan, a San Juan street fight, which is just an Extreme Rules match. Uh, The match was electric from the rabid Puerto Rican fans who hadn't been to a WWE show in, like, 20-something years. Celebrity involvement from Bad Bunny drew crazy numbers and impressed many fans as Bad Bunny put in the work to train and make a good match for the fans there and watching at home.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So, Morgan, yes, tell me about what you thought about the match.
1: Well, when I first looked at it, I did not know matches were so long. Like, because it's it's from like a like you gave me an entire like match, and that was like three hours. And then Bad Bunny's specific match was like. I don't know like 40 something like i was not so expecting yeah,
0: wwe that. pay-per-views are usually always like three hours sometimes four yeah. if it's a big show i did but not know that i could have given you other matches mm-hmm. like one of my favorite matches ever johnny gargano versus adam cole at nxt takeover new york for two out of three falls match that's like an hour long match and it's wow. so
2: good
0: so i, I could have given you something that. like that but yeah. i didn't, didn't. <laughs> i gave you some shorter ones i don't remember how long bad bunny versus damien priest is it's a little long because bad bunny cannot wrestle no offense to him he can he'd put in the work but he's not a trained professional right. like damian priest was so what did you actually think i'm sorry okay
1: so that. how i went about it is i took notes down each time something like caught my interest with like a special move or like something caught me off guard i didn't expect something to happen so how would you like me to go about that you want me to just like because it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot how, of how,
0: how long are your notes? Because I actually haven't seen your notes.
1: It's just like bullet points of various things. So Just
0: talk about the things you think are like the most noteworthy from that match. Obviously, okay. I've seen it, but our listeners maybe have not.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. So let me look. Mm-mm-mm. So I course pointed out that the crowds are insanely huge bad bunny being as popular of an artist that he is i already knew that there was going to be like a very huge crowd with that but that was insane and then everybody within the crowd was singing his intro song which i think was really cool like that that was really that was it for me Mm -hmm. and then i noticed that bad bunny he has a chain was that the chain from like the fight before that like brought this all together i know yes i believe i believe yeah. it's
0: like implied that's the same chain okay, that's the same chain so <laughs> that's good to briefly explain bad bunny had a tag team match with damian priest it was him and priest versus uh the miz and at the time it was john morrison when he wrestled with wwe a tag match at wrestlemania 37 which was a couple years ago mm-hmm. then at last year's wrestlemania WrestleMania 39, he showed up during dominic mysterio and ray mysterio father versus son match and uh Dominic tried to use a chain to beat on his father, but mm-hmm. Bad Bunny, who was there on commentary, I believe, or he was just there in the front row, leaped over, went and grabbed the chain, got the biggest pop of the night, like, hey, don't use this chain on your dad, your dad's cool and you suck. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when when Bad Bunny did that, he got involved with the Judgment Day, which Dominic Mysterio and Damien Priest are in like a group together called the Judgment Day, mm-hmm. and that's how they got involved, which then led to the buildup between Bad Bunny versus Damien Priest. So, so, yeah, that chain, I believe, I think that was chain. the implied same chain. Okay,
1: that's pretty cool. Um, I think Bad Bunny did the first, like, big move, and I was not expecting that at all. He, like, picked up, oh, what's his name, Priest?
0: Damien Priest. Damien Priest. He yeah, picked up
1: Damien Priest and, like, spun him around and slammed him on his head. I was not expecting Bad Bunny to be that strong because there's a very clear height difference in, like, build yeah, difference between Bad Priest is, like, Bunny. Yeah, he's huge. He's huge. <laughs> but Bad Bunny picked him up and spun him around. And I, I think that's absolutely incredible. I mm-hmm. he, I wasn't expecting him to be as good. Like I did I was not expecting
0: that at all. Uh what do you think of the extreme stuff? That's my question. Like the trash can later. I actually
1: have that. <laughs> so um let me see. Let me see. Da 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 Bunny hitting him in the head with both trash lids at the same time was so predictable cuz like I I I saw the trash cans and I'm mm-hmm. like oh it's San Juan Street fight so they're going to use anything they can. I already knew yes. he was going to hit him in the head, but I think that's it's just so perfect that he did that. I really appreciate that. And at the time, it seemed like Bad Bunny had an uh, had an up on Damien Priest. It seemed like that's mm-hmm. like it seemed like that's if he was going to win that which yeah. I think that was pretty interesting considering that Damien Freese, he's like really good and like long time wrestler, right?
0: He's been wrestling for like 20 years. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I, I thought think 20 that years, was I'm crazy.
1: That was insane to me. And then there was a part where they're like in the tech corner with all like the technology and like all the stuff where like cameras and stuff. And They're out I, in the
0: crowd.
1: Yeah. He slammed him on the table and, and I think Bad Bunny's just laying there. <laughs> And that was absolutely insane to me because I always wondered how they, how do they execute things like that without getting like severely injured?
0: Because it's so the tables are pre-cut.
1: Okay, so it's not as hard of a like impact.
0: It actually softens the blow. I don't, yeah. I don't remember what you're talking about. Did he go through the table, or was he just laying on the table and then Priest like jumped on top of him?
1: He didn't. No, like the table like kind of broke.
0: So yeah, he like. Threw him onto the table, so the yeah. table kind of like broke his fall a little bit.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Many wrestlers have said like going through tables actually safer than just going straight to the floor because okay. it kind of breaks their fall a little bit. Mm-hmm. The tables are pre-cut, and they're meant to break. It's still going to hurt a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And obviously, as a wrestling fan, I'm I'm not saying it's true. It's just what I've been told,
2: mm-hmm.
0: what I've heard. But yeah, it actually more often than not, according to other wrestlers, cushions their fall.
1: Okay, that makes sense. So okay. I like how they use every inch of the space. Like, they ju- they weren't yes. just in the ring. They went all over. They're kind of, like, in the crowd space. They were in that tech area. They're, like... Street fights, the, is a yeah. no
0: DQ. You can go wherever you want.
1: Every... Wow. That's insane. Um, oh, and then Damien Priest, his leg was overextended. His knee was overextended. I like how they took time to really focus on that, and they made Bad Bunny really... Attack that, I think that yeah. was a very interesting angle because that very clearly kind of showed that, okay, Bad Bunny is going to win this. And I think, again, that's just very interesting how they had Bad Bunny win this fight over Damien Priest.
0: I mean, it was Damien was also, I believe he is Puerto Rican and he's originally yeah. from New York, but he is of Puerto Rican descent. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Bad Bunny's the hometown kid. You got to give the hometown kid a win. Yeah. You do. Uh, is there any more notes you want to get into before I uh, talk about this match? And from what I know, just very quickly.
1: The last few parts, I wasn't expecting any of the people that came to just yes. come like that. So I know um, Rey Mysterio came out to save Bad yeah. Bunny. Um, Dominic... Rey Mysterio
0: and his faction. So yes. So like quickly I'll explain. Okay. So the LWO was LWO, the Latino World Order. Uh, Rey Mysterio was like the leader of that group. Okay. And the Judgment Day... There's not, there hasn't been like a specific leader, but there are a group of people, Dominic Mysterio, Ray's son, who they don't like each other in character, mm-hmm. is a part of that group. So those factions have been feuding over and they made, uh, what's his face? Bad Bunny, an honorary member of the LWO for that mm-hmm. night. He did, okay. That so what Morgan's referring to is that during the match, the Judgment Day came out to help their boy Damian Priest, but, but the he, LWO he came in him. and put a stop to that. So Morgan, yeah. talk about that.
1: Uh, Ray Mysterio come out to save Bad Bunny. That was absolutely insane. Carlito and Ray Mysterio is proving to be an insane deal duo. I wasn't ex- I, like I've mm-hmm. never seen them fight. I mm-hmm. didn't know what to expect with that. I know Ray Mysterio was like a really like big huge he's a Like yeah, I know he's like very important, but I've never really seen him. So seeing him interact with like the very clearly younger fighters and still mm-hmm. like putting on a show, I thought that was. Yeah. Absolutely, so cool. I absolutely Quick like Ray Mysterio
0: that. point. Uh, you know how old Rey Mysterio is? No, I don't. He's nearly fifty, and he's moving no like he's in his twenties.
1: Yeah, like that's. Cr- I was not expecting that. That's insane. Yeah, he's the
0: goat. Always yeah. has been. Always will be. So yeah, everyone came down, and the crowd reactions speak for themselves, right? Morgan? Yes,
1: yes, they did. they were so so loud. It was. I think it's very clear that they didn't expect that either. So they yeah. were absolutely hype. I think that's incredible.
0: Yeah, and then Savio Vega, and I'll be honest here, I did not know much about Savio Vega, but he is a big Puerto Rican Mm -hmm. uh, guy over there, wrestling legend. He came out, everyone went crazy, he did a couple things to Finn Balor, which was awesome. And it was just a great moment, and then obviously Bad Bunny won the match, which everyone expected to happen, but I think praise needs to be said for this match, that it was very good. Bad Bunny put in the effort to learn how to wrestle and what this needs to be said, WWE didn't go to Bad Bunny saying, hey, we want you to come over and do this. When Bad Bunny started doing this stuff with them back in 2021, in 2020, he went to them. He wanted to wrestle.
1: So Bad Bunny always been he just, a fan. He just
0: likes wrestling. Bad Bunny made the connection.
1: Okay. That's really cool. And
0: Bad Bunny threw out the idea, what if I host the show and what if I did a match? Mm-hmm. And he went through the training to make this match as good as it can. I'm... Going to go ahead and preface this. Bad Bunny's not a trained professional wrestler. Of course. But the fact that they asked Damien Priest to help be a part of that match was mm-hmm. spectacular. Amazing. And Bad Bunny, not Bad Bunny, Damien Priest and Bad Bunny, but Damien Priest deserves all the praise. Mm-hmm. So, Morgan, if you had to rate that match on a scale of one to five stars, what one would you rate? One to five it? stars.
1: I honestly, I would give it 4.5.
0: I don't blame you. Yeah. I thought it was really good, too, especially for a celebrity match. Bad Bunny put on the work, and I'm proud of that.
1: That's very good. Mm -hmm.
0: So, Morgan, let's go ahead and move over to our other match.
1: Other match. Now,
0: this is one of my Mount Rushmore of best matches ever. Mount Rushmore is often said a lot in wrestling. You know what the Mount Rushmore is, right, Morgan? The real life one? Yes. (laughs) I know the real life one. One of the the four greatest presents we've ever had. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, Mount Rushmore in wrestling has brought up a lot of like what's who's your Mount Rushmore of wrestlers of all time
2: mm-hmm.
0: I'm not going to get into that because I feel like if I say it I'm going to cause problems I'm just going to say that Daniel Bryan currently Bryan Danielson is on there as my favorite mm-hmm. so in one of my favorite matches of all time this is my first big match the first big match I ever watched as a kid John Cena the champion versus Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam 2014
2: mm-hmm.
0: this was John's first big match uh Since he beat, uh, wait, hold on, I'm stupid, sorry. This was my first big match. This match was happening as I first started watching WWE. Sorry, I confused myself. Me and Cena have the same first name, you know. I became a huge Daniel Bryan fan, eventually becoming my favorite wrestler of all time. Uh, I believe this is a great match for people who have never watched wrestling, mainly because Daniel Bryan, my favorite wrestler of all time is in it. Mm -hmm. But also it's just a good introductory match because everyone knows John Cena. John Cena is recognizable even in 2023, 2024. And Cena was in like a second prime of sorts. Mm -hmm. So what I wanted to say is that uh, John Cena had just come off of beating uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson at WrestleMania 29, which is crazy to think about. Uh, He had just beat Dwayne Johnson for the title. This was his first big defense afterwards. Mm -hmm. And going into this match, Cena was actually injured. I'm actually going to look it up really fast to figure out what injury he had. It was he had something an elbow with injury. His
1: elbow, right? Yeah.
0: So Morgan, uh, if you want to do me a favor, look up John Cena elbow injury and just go to images on Google. You'll see what I'm talking about.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, it was a triceps problem. So he had a triceps problem, and a bunch of fluid went down into his elbow, and his elbow was like looked like he had an egg on wow. his elbow.
1: Wow! Oh my so, yeah. god! Yeah, that's
0: that's what huge. was happening underneath his uh, elbow pad during a match. he
1: was still wrestling.
0: So John Cena wrestled that match injured, Mm -hmm. and it was so so good. It was. was. I love it obviously because it's one of my favorites. But Morgan, what do you have to say about the match?
1: Absolutely incredible match it was. I felt like I knew a a little more because I know of John Cena, so I think Mm -hmm. going into it, I felt like a little more confident like what's going on, and I think that was pretty cool.
0: Who did you think was going to win? That's the question.
1: I honestly thought John Cena was going to win. Especially because with he's John the whole Cena. he's John Cena and then they're playing on the whole injury thing. It's like, oh John Cena's yeah. injured, John Cena's injured. I I think they like to do like these, you know, unexpected turns. I feel like they would like, Oh no, he's injured, but he actually won. You know, that type of thing.
0: That's but part of the magic of wrestling. You yeah, never know what's gonna you
1: happen. You never know. But, you know, John Cena didn't win. You know what's crazy? The end of the match was actually the craziest we'll, part for me
0: we'll get into the, we'll get into the get end okay Okay. i just want to know what you thought about the match obviously the match. i love it but i want to hear what you think so, all right to so. preface even for the bad money thing i never heard morgan's notes so this is my yes. first time hearing this
1: <laughs> okay so i said i'm not aware of the john cena and daniel bryan lore but it seemed like they go way back is that true
0: so they didn't go way back Mm. John Cena had always been wrestling for a while and Daniel Bryan had always been a part of WWE for a while but they never put Daniel Bryan at that main event level because in story they thought he can never do it which is a shocker because he is genuinely one of the greatest wrestlers on the world like in the world he is like top three wrestlers of all time and I'm not just saying that because he's my favorite you know he's that good Mm -hmm. he initially tried out for WWE they said no we don't want you he then went to Japan got so good so fast they called him the American Dragon for a reason (laughs) because he was just that that good Mm-hmm. Then he signed a WWE, and he, they never put him in the main event scene.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, John Cena was saying they never put you in the main event scene because they never thought you could handle it. That's why I'm here. Wow. Big match, John. That's another topic for another day. Okay. So they never really had history. History mm-hmm. at the time they were almost brother-in-laws because John Cena at the time was dating Nikki Bella, and Daniel Bryan was at the time to- at the time engaged to be married to Brie Bella, who were twins. Okay. And they were also wrestlers, so they were almost brother-in-laws. John Cena did not end up marrying Nikki Bella. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan and Brie are still married.
2: Oh, that's good.
0: Uh, they have two kids also, Bertie, oh, I believe. Oh,
1: that's Good for them.
0: Bertie, and I don't know the name of the other kid. Uh, Mr. Bryan Danielson, sir, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, so they had known each other, obviously, because they were, they were dating twins. Yeah. So... But in WWE canon, they like never had any matches previously, as far as okay.
1: I know. Okay, okay. Hmm.
0: But the history was like, you're going into this match. I cho- In story, John Cena chose Daniel Bryan for this match. Yeah. He chose his own opponent and was like, I'm picking you because I know you're good, but I know you can never be at that main event level and I'll win. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. You got cocky. So going into the match, what did you think?
1: There was this comment, Daniel Bryan, the wrestler, quote-unquote wrestler, and then versus John Cena, quote-unquote, the entertainer. I think that was very, very interesting, considering that I thought John Cena was like a very good wrestler.
0: Yes, so that's another thing, and I'll touch on this very briefly. Wrestler was a banned word in WWE. You're not allowed to call yourself a wrestler. You are a superstar back then. Oh. You're not a professional wrestler. You are a WWE superstar. Okay. It's not professional wrestling, it's sports entertainment. That's another topic for another day. Mm-hmm. But John Cena was more of the happy-go-lucky WWE mascot guy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's what Daniel Bryan was talking about. Okay. John Cena the entertainer and Daniel Bryan the wrestler. Daniel Bryan was that good back in the day. Okay. Still is. So that's what, that's what they were referring to.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Not saying that Cena me. can't wrestle. Cena's always been a great wrestler, but right. they were trying to tell the story of Daniel Bryan was trying to make the point of, they're only making you the champion because they want to make money off merch. Okay, I get it. I get it. So, so they yeah. Was
1: shooting shots for real. That's
0: crazy. but They were shooting, cowboy.
1: <laughs> when it comes to, like, size, I always say that's so interesting because clearly John Cena is taller and, I think, maybe buffer than Daniel Bryan.
0: Oh, he was way buffer.
1: Yeah. And Daniel Bryan's pretty small, too. But it seemed like he was very agile and he was using Mm -hmm. that that his his height to his advantage. And he was like literally clinging onto John Cena like a spider monkey or something. I think Mm -hmm. that was so crazy. It always amazes me, like with the Bad Bunny match, when the smaller guy is able to do these tricks and they're lifting up this huge guy and slamming him down. That was absolutely
0: insane to me so
1: that was crazy what
0: else did you what else do you think about the match
1: um okay so when Brian had Cena pinned okay and Cena was reaching for the ropes I was like very sure that that was like the end moment for Cena because it, it seemed like he couldn't get out of that but then for I a think submission? yeah and I think Sus- submission not. so Cena kind of to cena i think cena got out of it and they did a very crazy move but all in all daniel Bryan ended up winning and like i said in the beginning i was not expecting that I, I i was genuinely shocked with his finishing move and the fact that it was the finishing move i i was yes i wasn't expecting him to knee. win yes the running knee knees to the head so yeah crazy jump so high that was insane to me
0: it was crazy because obviously this is when i first started wrestling this is when i was like Daniel Bryan is the best, I love Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I didn't get to stay up and watch this because this was before streaming, you had to pay 50 bucks to watch the prim- the pay-per-view. So you had to pay 50 bucks to your service provider to get the pay-per-view. Okay. So I was watching it, so like the next night on WWE Raw, they were showing a recap and I was like, yeah, Daniel Bryan won! And then yeah. we're gonna talk about what happened next. And then we're gonna talk about the next.
1: Daniel Bryan won for like a second, right? Mm-hmm. But then Randy Orton
0: came yes, in. Yes, Randy Orton. Another legend.
1: Another legend came in and, like, the ref, Triple H, right? So Randy Orton, Triple H, they basically, like, ganged up on Daniel yes. Bryan. Daniel O'Brien is out
0: cold. This is something we forgot to mention. Uh, the special guest referee was Triple H, another yes. wrestling legend, who mm-hmm. was the referee for the match because he wanted to keep things fair. Mm-hmm. So he was a face. Triple H was the good guy here.
1: And then, then it turns out... He's not the good guy. Randy at all. Orton.
0: Randy yeah. Orton, who was the Money in the Bank contract holder at the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that is symbolic storytelling for. He has that a world championship match of any time of his choosing. Okay. So Randy came out at the end of the match, looked like he was going to cash in, then walked away.
1: Mm-hmm. Then Morgan explained what happened. He ran back up. And then Triple H and Randy Orton. No, actually, I think Triple H, he was the one who got. Um, Triple
0: H performed his finishing path. move, yeah. the Pedigree, on Daniel Bryan, knocking him out. And then, I guess because Bryan Randy out, has that Randy Orton, yeah, Randy wins. has yeah, yeah, he had that uh, world championship match whenever he wanted. He mm-hmm. cashed that in and became the champion. At the time, when I was a kid, I was like, "This is so stupid. <laughs> That's so dumb. Why would they put the title on him and yeah. immediately take it away and give it to the other guy?" And then wrestling kayfabe was broken. I realized, okay, this is real. They told them to do this. Mm-hmm. Why would they do that? That's so stupid. Yeah, that's what and I was And now looking right. back, looking back, I'm like, no, this was actually a great business move.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Because no one expected that to happen.
1: I didn't expect it at all.
0: No one expected uh, Randy Orton to do that. No one expected yeah. Triple H to turn. And it turned into a, like, six, seven-month-long story where wow. Daniel Bryan eventually won that title at WrestleMania 30. But got still, it back. okay. No one expected that to happen. Yeah. So the ending caught me off guard as a kid, mm-hmm. but also caught Morgan off guard.
1: Definitely caught me off guard.
0: Are there any notes you have from the match, Morgan? I, I actually don't, don't want to ask. Like, any notes from the match specifically? Any Obviously, moment. he had that and had him in the submission hole you talked about, and mm-hmm. the running knee finisher you were not expecting, which is his finisher.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Were there any other notes you oh, had? I'm curious. I
1: said, I think clotheslines are one of my favorite moves because I, I – I think that's just a move I can identify, <laughs> but, um, and they always flip so hard with that collision, which again makes it seem like it's it's so painful. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting Cena to do that, and considering he was just pinned like from that whole like submission thing, I didn't think he had that in. He him. had
0: just been put in a submission yeah. on his arm. The, yeah, he, the, the arm hold was targeting with his elbow. The
1: elbow, yeah. I wasn't expecting so that. And, Cena
0: did fight through the pain there, which you got to yeah. admit is a Superman performance.
1: I remember him also like talking to i think like the doctor the ringside doctor yeah he was like i'm fine i don't need it very clearly he kind of did <laughs> i yeah. wasn't expecting the energy to be the injury to be that bad but for him to pull through like that incredible I, that was just yeah. amazing. the fact that cena was
0: able to wrestle at that top right. level while injured was crazy to me i didn't so. know he was injured until afterwards
1: yeah like i wasn't exactly sure how injured he was because he was doing so well but he seeing this picture, I didn't. I did not know like it was that yeah. bad. Yeah,
0: I remember That's watching crazy. the day after he came out and was like, "Yeah, I have to go get surgery because my elbow is the size of a golf ball." Jeez. Then he brought out Daniel Bryan and they shook hands as like a sign of respect, which I love. That's good.
1: Yeah.
0: But anyways, uh, so any other notes from the match, or is that it? Uh,
1: let's let's see what you got, John. Because
0: I love that yeah. match. I think it's great. I, it's the match I always show non wrestling fans as like uh, something we need to show people because if you want to get into wrestling this is the first good match everyone knows sean cena i love daniel bryan it's a great match yes it's one of my top four matches of all time <laughs> so any final thoughts more just, just want to make sure
1: i want to i want to do the rating for this match i give this match oh, yeah. a, a five out of five stars i
0: think it's i don't incredible. Blame you. it's so good yeah if you would like, Morgan, I can give you some more matches to watch. I would uh, appreciate it. That'll that have reaction. to come at a different time because, yes. Morgan, we are very out of time. We're
1: running out of time, guys.
0: We are racing the clock here. Uh, Morgan, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say my line. All right. Morgan, I think we did it.
1: We did it. I think we did it too, John. We
0: I know I may us. have rambled a little bit, but mm-hmm. I think this is good to have these conversations, mm-hmm. of especially with wrestling and pop culture, but also just to see what an outside viewer thinks of. Yeah something they're not used to. Obviously, I'm a 12-year vet of this. I've been watching for 12 yeah. years. I've loved it for 12 years. Not Morgan, at all, imagining Morgan doesn't know anything.
1: No, I don't.
0: So, I think it's good to have these conversations, especially when it's something I'm passionate about. And Morgan, a little surprise for our viewers and you. Hey, viewers, hey. listeners, Morgan, I'm nice. giving you this little fake coupon right here. <gasps> Is you, for you to cash in to do a all about wrestling episode, but about all about whatever you like.
1: Oh, OMG, really?
0: So Morgan, you get to do any episode you want about your favorite topic. I'm
1: taking the coupon. As I'm long as it is
0: relevant in pop culture like of I did course. with wrestling today.
1: Wow. How exciting. Morgan, like
0: I said, I think we did it. We talked, about, we wrestling we talked about wrestling and pop culture. I'm going to go to the Royal Rumble this weekend. I'm so excited. So excited.
1: That's so good for John. Hopefully, I, didn't, so I think I peaked the
0: audio a little bit there, but I don't care. I'm so excited, man. <laughs> so I'm so, excited. so, so, so excited. <laughs> Especially since... The men's Rumble match is going to have all these fun people. Mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes, who's on top right now. CM Punk. There are all these different rumors. I believe Big E is coming back. I'll talk to you about that later. Okay. Uh, the women's Rumble match. Logan Paul versus uh, Kevin Owens. Uh, Kevin Owens is a favorite of mine. And then Roman Reigns has have a four-way match against AJ Styles. Really good wrestler. Randy Orton. Really cool guy. LA Knight. Yeah. <laughs> awesome guy right now. So I'm really excited. We talked about wrestling, Morgan. Do you have any final thoughts?
1: I feel like anybody who hasn't currently tuned into wrestling, I think you should, because they're making a comeback for sure. And it's definitely interesting, even as someone who may have not really gotten into wrestling. So check it and out. And
0: you you definitely know some people who are friends of wrestling. Just talk to them yeah. about it, and they'll talk your ear off for an hour like <laughs> I will. So uh, Morgan, I think it's time we finally say goodbye and right. uh, end this episode, unfortunately.
1: Unfortunately.
0: Maybe one day we can talk. Uh, wrestling part two and i can Mm -hmm. give you some more stuff to watch but as of right now we left morgan with cm punk's return connor the crusher r.i.p Mm -hmm. bad bunny versus damian priest at backlash 23 which i put 24 on this on accident it's backlash 23 and john cena versus daniel O'Brien at SummerSlam 2014 from almost 10 years ago yes makes me feel old (laughs) morgan we did it you did it we talked about
1: wrestling thank you i tried my best
0: uh i have nothing else to add morgan do you have anything else to add
1: uh, Again, check out wrestling. It's really cool. This is coming from and someone also who check does out not the watch backfire. wrestling. Oh, and yes, also check out The Backfire. Tell your people that we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. All you gotta do is search up The Backfire. That's all, right, all I I think got. I'm ready to go, Morgan. Me too.
0: Alright, see you later, guys.
1: Bye, guys. See you.
0: Bye.